0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport, weeknights from seven. Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk
1: Tonight, the return of the world-famous Weekend Wrap, Demo, Kirkay, Rob and Clippo. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith. This is Radio Newark Sport, and these are the weekend's headlines. Newark Flowsave win at Lytown with a goal from Jamie Lloyd six minutes from time to move up to second in the Midland Football League. No goal scoring problems this week for Newark Town. They hit double figures at Dronfield, with the returning George Aspen hitting his first ever hat trick for the Blues. Collingham get their first victory of the season a 2 1 win at Thorn Collery. Sean James and Tommy Johnson scoring the Villagers' first goals of the season. The largest crowd of the day was at Kelham Road to see the pre-season rugby friendly, I say friendly, between Newark and Southwold. Speed merchant Rhys Overland proving the difference between the two sides with two tries. The second, a sensational interception before running the full length of the pitch to touchdown. But there was bad news on the day. Newark captain's injured and it's likely to be out until at least Christmas. New York R&M Cricket Club fell 13 runs short in their winner-takes-all-promotion match against Hicklin. Matt Evans top-scoring with 64. But they did have a good post-match party. And staying with cricket, and Bolton gained the end-of-season bragging rights with a winning draw against arch-rivals Collingham at the playing field. Dalefield's ace, batsman Mohammed signing off his Collingham career, maybe, with a fifth century of the season. And Newark Hockey Club men got off to the perfect start with a six-goal romp from their traditional pre-season opener at Lednham. And finally, back to football, another ten-goal haul for Newark Town. And this time it was the ladies hitting double figures against Teversal. Jess Oldman with six, Ellie Stansbridge three, and Becky Nixon getting the goals. Can't score for anything one week and you get two tens the next. It's a funny old game, isn't it? It really is. Mr Smith, it was a weekend of highs and lows for you. Your beloved FloServe won. Your beloved Newark R
2: didn't. Yeah, the... <coughs> um, Flo-serve did the job in the black country, which was wonderful. And we had a terrific four-hour car journey with lots of banter and laughter in the car. Um... But uh, sadly, we went by car rather than coach in order to get back fast to Kellam Road and uh, that didn't turn out uh, too happily. But as you say, uh, by all accounts, it was a great party afterwards. Not that I can remember a bit of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, I, I, actually, I mean, that I, I, it would have been lovely to see him in Division C, but Division D he's yeah. now got Newell, M Fondon, Southwark and Flintham.
2: Well, I was... Uh, it's going to be a cracking summer. I, w- I was resident barman on Saturday night at Callum Road, and uh, in a moment of quiet, I said, um, I think it's far better that we have a successful season in <coughs> Division D and get a solid promotion rather than go up to 1C... And maybe uh, be licking our wounds every other week. You do have to worry, though, don't you, about a club that is quite happy to put Tony Smith behind
1: the bar? <laughs> <laughs> you really do worry for them. <laughs> um, the big story of the day, well, I've got two. We'll do one one now, and um, if time allows, one a little bit later. But um, we spoke last week that. Um, Danny Cowley had not spoken to Huddersfield mm-hmm. time. no chance he was going nowhere uh, so the 40 year old succeeds the, the Huddersfield manager um, and he's been announced today as their um, new man now if the rumours are true he was on £140,000 a year at Lincoln and he's on about one and a half at one and a half million that is at, um, mm. at Huddersfield you can't really blame him for taking
2: it can you Knowing him as I do, I don't think he's gone for the money. I think he uh, realises Huddersfield Town are a bigger club. They were only in the uh, Premier Premier League last season. So uh, I I think he's gone for the bigger club. And um, anybody who's played PlayStation and and played Football Manager will know (coughs) that when you're doing well at a little club, and it's going really well. When the bigger clubs come in, it's really, really tempting to move on. Unfortunately, in my experience on the football manager on PlayStation, it's never ended happily by taking a step up.
1: Quite often, it, it doesn't end happy, does no. it? No. Um, you know, you, you're you're the the hero in your little sort of group, aren't you? Mm. And you go into a lot bigger group, and 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 it, I mean, I wish him the best. The oh best yeah. Look, I mean, what is <sighs> He's turned Lincoln... I mean, Lincoln would have been probably playing
2: flow of this season, the way that was going. He um, definitely has turned the club I around. I mean, he's turned the club around. Um, but what, what, what he'd bought himself was a lot of time. He'd, he'd got a lot of a honeymoon period still left at Sinsel Bank. He'd have nothing at Huddersfield. And, uh, you know, the first couple of defeats, and he will go, Whoa, what have we got Him is rubbish. Whereas at Sinsel Bank, he could have uh, got through a couple of maybe <coughs> not-so-good seasons, on the strength of what it established there so uh is not taking the easy choice put it that way apparently there's only f- i haven't t- had time to check but there's only five positions between
1: the two clubs
2: <clears>
1: when, <throat> where ruddy's field i mean i i know it's is it the john smith stadium is it it's a lovely ground to play and it's it's a whole new yeah it's a new <clears> level isn't it
2: and and he's been there three years and we all know about mourinho's situation with that period of time you know, t- three years is a long time to be at one football club, and uh, there is the point of view that uh, his voice is going to be a fresh one in the Huddersfield Town changing room, and it wasn't anymore at Lincoln City. Were the players still listening to him? They must have been because they're up there, you know, doing well. But you know, it, it's 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 a whole new challenge, and and that's what he's gone for. But I'd, he's not gone for the easy life because he'll now find that life in the morning when it gets up is all a hell of a sight tougher than it would have been stopping where he was uh, the grass was greener the next big appointment of course is, is now for lincoln who, who
1: went down into non-league football to to find these two and they found and they found gold mm. um so the next person we're going to talk to is Damo Parkinson, and I wonder if he's up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we're talking to Kirk, hey?
2: Well, who knows? I've got a question for you to ask, Damo. Well, you're going to be here. Yeah, you're not going, are you? But what I was going to say was, as a manager, would you rather win 3-0 with a clean sheet or 10-3? I know as a manager, I would rather win 3-0. I think you'd rather win 1-0 in both weekends running.
1: So shall we find out? (laughs) You go and do your bit, and um, I'll let you put the question um, today, Mo Parking, because that's who we're going to talk to next. We always talk to Newark Town first on a Monday night, then we move on to Newark FlowServe, where we talk to uh, joint manager Steve Kirkham, who I've got no doubt will be talking to us live from some posh restaurant somewhere in uh, in nottingham um, for the first time this season to prove winters on its way we're going to catch up with um rob wildman and all the rugby talk from an entertaining day but a day that was marred by that injury to will britain and we end up with a little bit of cricket because um we're going to talk to tim Clipson because i did in between watching the rugby um go and have a look at the balderson conningham match there was only playing for bragging lights of course but uh, it's a local derby, and it was played um, with a certain amount of uh, needle at times, but that's how it should be, and then they all went out for a drink afterwards. But uh, let's start the ball rolling tonight with um, the manager of Newark Town Football Club. A Newark football manager, they didn't just score ten goals on, on Saturday, they scored two lots of ten goals because the ladies also followed the men and scored ten. But let's start with the men. Uh, good evening, Damo. Good evening. Evening. I'm, I'm going to shut up because Mr Smith's got a question for you. Oh, that's
3: my, OK. Come
1: on, Tom.
2: My question to you as a football manager, would you rather win 3-0 or 10-3? If I said I'm disappointed with the result
3: on Saturday, I think that probably gives you your answer. <laughs> <laughs> because it's
2: fantastic scoring 10 goals, but the three you're letting at the other end must be a knife in the guts after a week's training.
3: Yeah, it's the manner in which we conceded to be honest we, We've been fairly solid Obviously we only conceded one goal before um, the weekend um, And we conceded from three balls into the box um, Which is obviously dif- dif- difficult to take um, But a reflection of them not being a bad side Although we scored ten um, They were tough, tough opposition We were just really good on the day
2: It's, it's just um, To me the clean sheet is always the perfect Saturday or midweek midweek game, isn't it?
3: Yeah, and I said that to the boys after, you know, I'd have been happy with uh, 6-0. Um, <laughs> but on, refl- on reflection, um, sometimes when we played the way we played and we moved the ball so quickly and we opened up and, and two of the goals um, are from midfield runners which we worked on. Um, so obviously once you start scoring 6-7-8, people get a little bit excited. Um, and start to commit a little bit further up the pitch and that's when when holes open up. Um, So it's a tough one. It is. um,
1: okay. so, I I mean, I've been watching football all my life and I still can't understand that why one week you can't hit the onion bag and the next week you can put ten in it with, okay four changes, but ideally the same team.
3: Yeah, well... Obviously, we had a very, very good session on um, Wednesday night. Um, We had another chat about our shape and our formation, and and the Newick Town way, which we keep banging on about. Um, And one or two lads asked one or two questions, Um, so we got that ironed out. And then had a really good, strong session, and the quality and the tempo just seemed to seem to up a level. Um, So, whether it was linked to that, but I was going to say you know, thinking about it before coming on that actually more pleasing than the result was how we played and it looked like lads understood and are starting to get to grips with what we're looking to, to achieve.
1: The returning um George Aspin then
3: Oh George George is a brilliant player. Um unbelievable player. But it's not just him, don't get me wrong. You know in the game's balance the first ten fifteen minutes, it was a bit of them, a bit of us. He, he scored an unbelievable goal, you know, out of nothing. Um, but it wasn't just him. I mean, the movement, the movement all around the Chamber was brilliant. Jordan Thomas was the best I've seen him for for a long while. Um, Steve Carty, unbelievable. Um, throughout the team, to be honest. It's not just one man. I think the, the beauty of what we've been able to do over, over pre-season is we've got 20, 25 good, good players. There's not a weak player um, in our squad. I, I,
1: I read with interest some of the comments that was appearing on Facebook at, at the beginning of last week, and, and Chamber was almost taking the blame. He was taking the blame for you not getting three points against dinnington although i don't really see where he's coming from because he couldn't have tried en- any harder than what he did um but it it it, it proved to me that uh, there's hell of a commitment there if people are coming on into a public domain and saying sorry lads i should have done better
3: yeah and and we're on a rattle on i'll probably get a bit boring but bare minimum to put on a town shirt is work your socks off um, and Chambo's been at the forefront of that I mean, he's been injured for a couple of weeks he's been playing, he forgets the goal he scored the week before from nothing from 25 yards to get the three points there um, but I think Chamber epitomised what we've been about he's worked and worked and worked and worked and yes, he should have scored and yes, if he gets that chance 99 more times, he scores 99 goals um, but he wasn't the only one he, he's come out obviously on social media and done it but I had four or five calls from players apologising. Actually, I thought we were good.
1: Their manager said <laughs> we were anything to apologise
3: for. But it shows what it means to the boys. It's not just lads you know, turning up for a kickabout. They really care, which which is brilliant for me.
1: Um, I've mentioned this one, both to Kirky and Roachy in the past, and, and, and now it's really the same question to you. Um, p- players like us, look what's coming up, and they can see a week on Wednesday, Harworth are coming to town, and they can see next month, you've got Clifton Allwhite's coming to town, in the cup how do you as a manager sort of say well hang on i'm not even talking about those two until they come round
3: no one's mentioned it um, clifton All whites was a bit of chatter about it cause it's the cup isn't it but the lads they're not even talking about it to be honest i've not had to not had to do any of that i think it helps obviously i've only played two games so although they're unbeaten they've got a 100% record so the lads uh, they're 6 in the league um, but i know better than that i know they're a good side um but to be honest i think the buzz around the changing room the lads are just enjoying getting together and playing and training and being about each other so they don't care who they're playing they're just enjoying being there every wednesday every saturday um so i think the environment's just one where they're not bothered who they're playing in two weeks eight weeks ten weeks they just can't wait to get to the next session or the next game
1: (laughs) and they've got to wait till saturday i'm afraid
3: um (laughs) you'll
1: um, no doubt have noticed that the um, the ladies also managed to knock 10 they're obviously anything that you can do they can do as well
3: yeah we talked about the ladies last time I mean um, unfortunately I didn't get down I, I had uh, the kids on um, Sunday so I didn't manage to get across but I've seen them a couple of times and very very similar to us like I say it's a, a close group um, that are all playing you know working hard but playing because they get on with each other it's just a good atmosphere um, so do not surprise me, actually I'm hoping to get to a few of the games. It's just unfortunate. Um, this one I didn't, but yeah, good good result for the seniors, seniors all around.
1: And finally, the, the, the rumours are that Damo Parkinson's on the move again because Lincoln's going to look in the non-league for a replacement.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm nowhere near that level yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling my air out of step seven, what little I've got left.
1: <laughs> um, what do you I make mean, of the Lincoln thing? I mean, the Cal is were always going to go eventually, wasn't they? And, you know, I mean, if these stories are right, they're, they're going from £140,000 a year to a, a £1.5 million pound a year, and, you know, Tony says they haven't gone for the money, but oh, yeah. <laughs> if somebody 100%. offered you a million quid more than what you're on now, you, 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 you've, got to, you've got to be hell of a magnanimous to turn it down, haven't you? Yeah,
3: you have, and I obviously worked at Lincoln City for ten years, so, you know, it, it's a. am a Lincoln City fan, uh, I know the club, I know a lot of the staff there. Um, so it, it's not a massive club, is it? Let, let's be honest. It's not, you know, and I'll get shot down for that. But, no, it's um, not. It's not. It's a decent thing. size league one. They've got a chance of getting in the championship, I would say. Probably not this year, but, but next year. But are they ever going to get Premier League? It would have to be something incredible, really incredible, to get them there. Now, I understood they've got a chance. What What's interesting, obviously, they did an interview. They were linked with two jobs. They said no to Uddersfield in in the press in front of people. Now it's got to be the right thing. Didn't say no to Chef Wednesday. Chef Wednesday turned someone down, and all of a sudden at Uddersfield. So I'd suggest that money does talk because they said one want the right opportunity, but they've took the job. And who um, plays who
1: on who plays who this weekend? Uddersfield yes. Town will play Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs>
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. but they're both great men, you know, they've done wonders for Lincoln City and I'm sure they'll be be good at Huddersfield.
1: It's a big, um, it's a big job for the chairman now though, isn't it? Because he's got to get it right and he's got to keep that momentum going. Does he look again to the lower leagues, do you think?
3: In a different position now, aren't they? Um, It was easy to appoint someone like that when you're near the bottom of the conference Prem. Um, and you've got no money and you can't attract a name what about now you've just got a million pound compensation and you've got a squad that's fifth or sixth in in League One, I mean if you gamble and get it wrong you get relegated <laughs> it's as it's simple as that and all that hard work is undone so I think they'll probably go for someone with a bit more experience to be honest it, which isn't necessarily the right thing to do but it's the safest decision in the situation
1: it's a massive massive choice though isn't it
3: unbelievable if you get it wrong, like I say, you're in all kinds yeah, of trouble. That the fan base and everything decimates and yeah, you you back to, you're square to square one. Square one again, with a big aren't
1: you? Bang. you might even end up playing notts count again. Right. <laughs> um we'll catch up with you again next um Monday night when you can tell us about another ten goals.
3: We'll do what we can, a clean sheet we'll talk about.
1: <laughs> right, so that's it for next week A clean sheet. Perfect,
3: yes. All right it. mate,
1: thank you so much. Cheers, bye bye. Thanks, bye bye. And that's a very happy day, Mopox. And even though they did concede three goals. But I think they are sending that message out now in the Central Midlands that uh, they are going for that title. Week on Wednesday, <coughs> they're at home to Harworth. That is a test.
2: Mm, I, th- I think we'll probably be
1: at that one, won't we, mate? I'm sure we're going to go to that <coughs> one. If t- they come out of that one with three points and a good performance... And a clean sheet. And a clean sheet. Then it's on. Right, coming up next, somebody else who didn't manage a clean sheet at the weekend. Kirk a. Well, as I said, the posh restaurant um, must be must be too posh because um, Kirk is not answering the phone. Tony's disappeared again, I tell you what. There's got to be better receptionist than the one I've got there really as well. Hopefully we're going to talk to somebody from New Upflow service, um, sometime in the next couple of minutes. Um, and we're going to follow that up at half past seven with rob from the rugby club and then tim klipson right are you going to try the other half of the managerial duo then to see if we can get something out of flow serve because if the worst comes to the worst, you're gonna have to do it and that's a worry because it would be that bias you won't you're not um <laughs> you won't understand it um gives me a quick time just to remind you tomorrow night uh gary atwood's coming in he's going sailing on this ymca trip around britain he's off there damo's off on that one as well so uh, i'm not sure we're going to talk to damo next week even though he hasn't thought he hasn't thought that one out yet but um, anyway we'll cross that bridge when we come to it you can do sport coming in on wednesday night to tell us what's been happening at um at the magnus over the last year i think we've had a successful first year with the football not quite sure it was a successful with the rugby but we'll find that one out on wednesday night and then on Thursday night the lads get together to talk about all the football and um, we're going to choose our top four non-uk or non um non-british footballers i think we've got one of the flow serve boys gotcha. and um we've got craig craig um i know we've thrown in on the deep end in this one so i do apologize but uh, fine, no problem. you're up, uh, obviously in some posh restaurant somewhere <laughs> um so we can't, we, we, we can't get hold of him. So, it befalls to you at one minute's notice. Um, on the face of it, um, you should have gone to Lightown and got three points because they're near the bottom of the table. But then you read into it a little bit more, this was their first home match of the season due to the ground and cricket commitments. So, uh, it probably was not going to be as easy as on paper it looked. And I think that's probably the way it turned out, Craig. Yeah, but um, firstly I'd say that
4: we, we certainly don't look at teams, um, whatever end um, of the table we're at, especially this this side of the season, this stage of the season and, uh, and think it's a because it's far from it. I don't think there's ever gonna be an easy game in, in this league. We think we've learned that so far, playing against likes like Credley and again Lye on, on Saturday. Week before they got a two two. We also would one of the bigger clubs in the league so and uh, the couple of games they have lost, they've only lost by the, the old narrow goal here in there two one or one 0 or three two so Certainly, they mugs, and I, uh, I think I'm pretty sure they'll take uh, plenty of points off people throughout the season.
1: Kyle um, Dixon's opened the scoring with what I am um, reliably informed was a, was a cracking goal.
4: Yes, it was a goal. Yeah, we started really well. Um played some good football in the early stages. Um, put lots of pressure on them, and then um, you know, Kyle arrived. At good time, good timing, and um, hit the half folly into, into the ground and. The keeper into the roof of the net, so you
1: know we uh, went went one they up deservedly. Um, they they e- equalised, um, and it looked um, from where I was at Callum Road that it was petering out to be a, dr- a draw. And then uh, one of New York's famous f- favourite footballing sons um, <coughs> came on as a substitute and uh, used his head, which is quite novel for Jamie.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we went in at um, half time one nil up. Um, and we were our own worst enemies again because we had the opportunities to um, not put the game to bed, but um, you know, give ourselves a little bit of breathing space going into half time. Um, wasted a few chances, which has been pretty much the story of the last few weeks, um, having dominated the half. But um, you know, we just said half time, let's try and keep tight for the first 10-15 minutes, let's not invite any pressure on. Um, but we did totally the opposite, unfortunately. Okay, giving silly free kicks away um, in and around the box um, and they were strong on set pieces, um, not managing to clear our lines and unfortunately the, the pressure told them we conceded from a corner. Um, so yeah, but um, like you say, Jamie came on I think maybe for the last 20-25 minutes and you know, it was superb and true jammy style, we know he's all over the place like a little drawers so or he. bunny um, been on the pitch you know, i say 20-25 minutes and he pops up at the end of a, a left-back's cross in the six-yard box to flying in into the top corner and I was absolutely delighted for him
1: and rumour has it the bus had to be delayed coming back because you're still running around the pitch celebrating
4: yeah he, yeah, he went down well, yeah, he, he was over the mood himself and uh, the lads were as, as well for him so uh, yeah, it was great, and then um, you know it was a right result. At the end of the day, we did deserve to win the game. Um, when you do it late on on the road, going on the road, such a long journey to a tough place, it's um, it tastes sweet.
1: So you go into um, the next three weeks, which are all at Flowserve, and starting with um, the first ever FA Vars match at um, Lowfield, sitting mm. second in the table. And to be honest, that's what um, dreams are made of, isn't it?
4: Yeah, we're in a good place you know. right now. Um, we've, we've stayed in the mix. We've picked up points. Um, I still will not say we're far on all, on all cylinders from what we were expecting from, from pre-season, um, which is a good thing because, in my opinion, we're, we're only going to get better. Um, but like you just said, it's a massive uh, three weeks to the end of the month for us now, three home games starting Saturday and then the two following league games. So mm-hmm. it's a big month. Obviously, we'll set a big challenge to the lads, see if we can pick up three wins and then come... Come November, we'll see where we're at again and reassess. But, yeah, we're really looking forward to this game on Saturday. Um, there seems to
3: be a lot of
1: buzz about it. <laughs> you, you, okay, gave, um, it. You, you gave um, a debut on, on Saturday um, to a yeah. gentleman by the name of Mitch Robinson, who I know absolutely <laughs> nothing about. So tell me and the rest of Newark, who is Mitch Robinson?
4: I mean, well, we knew, we knew of Mitch um, over the last few years, because he's been a bit of a local hero at Stapleford, who, uh, who were climbed through the NSL leagues over the last few years um he, he went after ilkiston came after him in pre-season and he had a good pre-season there scoring a few goals <clears throat> um things changed at ilkiston new manager came in and mitch didn't really feature in in the league games so uh, we we made an inquiry put seven days in for him and he was when uh, he came across and like i say made his debut on saturday in it's not much of a better start than uh, the man of the match on man of the match on your debut. So yeah, I was delighted for him as well, and he's a he's a good addition to the squad.
1: So is he? You know, what what what? You got a left winger, left back, or goalkeeper, or right winger, it, or what? Which
4: is um, plays centre back for us on Saturday. Um, covered for for Lawrence, um, but he's he's quite versatile. He can play centre midfield or, or anywhere across the back four. So know, yeah, I mean we're we're going to be utilising him as, as a defender most part.
1: Right. So um. Uh, debut for Mitch Robinson. Um, Rumours abound that um, he's not going to be the only new face at Lowfields. Any news that you could tell us?
4: No breaking news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a b- possibility there might be some before the weekend. Um, you know, but there's, um, there's a couple of talks in, in discussion. But um, no, nothing. No news as that.
1: No news at the moment, but. Um, as it happens, um, we'll let you know. But I suppose now, you've got to be signed on for seven days for the VARs, I assume, haven't you?
4: I think it's got to be done for dinner time on, on the Friday. But you can't play any loan deals in the VARs, um, so that restricts us a little bit. But There's one possibility that might come through before the weekend, but um, that's, what, that's all it is at the moment.
1: All eyes, all eyes. Then. So we can now look forward to can visiting Lowfield, Is Skagnesh Town the team that's actually the top of the the uh, northern count is, is easily. they've played 7-1-4 mm. I think drawn 2 and lost yeah. 1 so it's not going to be easy um, big crowd, the sun's going to shine it's going to be a cracking afternoon Craig
4: hopefully, yeah like you say they're flying at the minute in their league they've um, done some good recruiting over the summer um, and it's paying off you know, like you say they're, they're flying at the top of their league they're coming in on for back-to-back of a back wins so um, yeah I think uh, we're all excited Aaron I'm sure it's exactly the same from them they'll go into the game full of confidence um, so we we'll you know it's a huge prize to both clubs at the end of it so it makes for a, for a perfect cup tie I'd say.
1: Excellent, we'll catch up with you on Saturday afternoon. Craig thank you so much. Thank you Mick. Thanks Craig, bye and that's slow sir sitting proudly second in step five football and that's um, what we always want and we look, we're looking forward to now this historic first ever VARS match to be played at Lowfields when Low serve take on Skegness Town and uh, well, it's what you do it for,
2: isn't it, Tony? Games like this, mm. you know, it's what people love football for. Well, I've got um, <coughs> extra butterflies about Saturday because um, I've managed to invest a pound in Low Serve to win the FA at fifty to one. So um, <coughs> yeah, it'll be a be a nervous day for a Yorkshire lad. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You are listening to the renowned Radio Newark <laughs> Sport with our friends at Smith's Timber. All the weekend's news and photos are already appearing on our social media pages. Both FlowServe and Newark Town's match report always go on a Sunday. Why wait until the start of a new week? They go on there on a Sunday. Um, the rugby club's on there. Media Crispin's going on there tomorrow. Our friends at Notfast and Striders um, reports. And, uh, yeah, It's quite simple you send me a report in send some photos let's get a story let's get working together and we will promote your club your individual your sport as i do say to people though if you don't tell me i don't know it's as simple as that and i cannot report this show only wants to do one thing and that's promote newark sport but to do it you've got to tell me and tony and then we'll try our best with that one right coming up next a club that we work very closely with and we are very proud to be associated with and that's new york rugby club and of course every time you mention new york rugby club you have to mention rob wardman because uh, every monday night at half past seven from now until next april rob's gonna <laughs> um, tell us his thoughts on the wonderful world of rugby rob welcome back Thank you evening folks did you summer well uh, absolutely fantastic yeah um you see a man after my own heart all roads lead to cornwall don't they i
5: had my uh week of uh, on perrinporth beach yes and i i can recommend it thoroughly
1: yeah there you go you see that 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 that's how i always know rob is one of the top guys because he knows where to Can't be,
5: can't beat st agnes and perrinporth so
1: mm, you can if you go to the lizard but i'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one um okay so let's um let's talk rugby and um slightly confusing because you, you the one and only pre-season friendly follows a week after a cup match which i can't quite get my head around but hey ho um but what a pre-season friendly lob. The, the noisy neighbors south visited newark for what was an absolutely cracking afternoon spoiled by an injury but the game was the, the game was fast it was furious um everything that was going on around it was was, was good fun so uh Tell us all about a fun afternoon at Callum Road,
5: right? Yeah, no, it was our centenary sort of afternoon, just to celebrate you know, 100 years of our first game. Um, so, no, it was a good afternoon. We, the first team did win. They won um, 29-21 over Southall, as you're saying. Um, uh, their seconds won the other game on the back pitch, which started uh, at 2 o'clock. Uh, that, that brought plenty of tries. Southwell won 37-29 in that game. The first team game I, I was watching uh, avidly, of, of course. Uh, disappointing to lose Will Britton halfway through the first half um, with a dislocated um, kneecap. We, we don't quite know the extent of the injury yet. We'll, we'll probably know more later this week or tomorrow night. Um, I think he was hoping t- to get back. Uh, say Christmas time, but we'll have to wait and see on that. It's uh, very, very disappointing to lose a player, but you know, obviously to lose your captain in, only in the second game of the season. now uh, we, we played Lincoln last week in a friendly. Um, in, in, the, in the sorry, actually say Mick, in the in the, the, the not Lincoln Derby Cup. Um, so yes, no, that was a disappointing a- aspect of the of the game, but there was plenty of positives. Um, in the performance, I felt, um, as you were saying in, in your intro, uh, Rhys Overland um, scampered away for two tries in the first half, including that one, the, the second one, when he um, pounced on a loose ball in the 22 and, and raced about 80 metres to score, and uh, he outpaced the Southwell cover for a real excellent excellent try. And, and, as, and as he said afterwards, he didn't know where he gets his pace from, because obviously his dad, Adam, was a prop. So uh, <laughs> he's is a very quick... Very quick uh, speedster out wide, um, and he's a he's a physical trainer at the um, the Boabies Road Boabies Road gym. So uh, if, if I
1: was if I was quicker enough and clever enough I, off, after the try when he ran the whole length of, of, of the pitch, he sort of dropped down with the ball, got up and started walking back, and those two powerful players who I was. Must have been very close to needing the St John's Ambulance because he was gasping for air that much. <laughs> oh,
5: no, no, it, it, was a, it was a great run. I Honestly, when he picked up the ball and started running, I wouldn't, I didn't think he was going to make it. But he did, and um, he took his try very well, and he took his first one very well, where he got a bit of space out wide. Chris Tate, who was back in the team, our former captain, he's come back into, this, uh, into the uh, the reckoning this, this um, pre-season, and... Um, Uh, He started at fullback and he made that first try for Reese, broke through midfield, and and Reese took his try very well in that that first one, scored in the corner. Um, We then had a a, sort of a Newark way of things. We we lost Will to the injury, uh, went a bit flat. Southwell came back. They led at one stage in the second half, and we thought, oh no. Um, But uh, uh, the lads learned. Dominated the, the last um, twenty-five minutes, and we got we managed to uh, turn things around. We got three tries in that second half. The other wing, Josh Watts, got one immediately. Southwell had taken the lead, um, so a, a bit Southwell were kicking themselves for uh, having done the hard work. Got back into the lead at Southwell, and then they, from the kick-off they lost the ball, and we shot away down the left to get to get the lead back, we made the game safe when probably the player of the season so far, young Mason Coulomb at prop he, he got us uh, another try he scored a very good one in the in the game at Lincoln the previous week uh, Southwell then got another try back and when we finished off um, by another returnee uh, Aloishi Wakalevu Buddha to all, he got a try um, again down the left and, and Buddha, I'm told uh, red boots and all also has a ticket to play the full season so uh, Bud is back that's a, another bit of news he's been one of our leading players over the last decade um, and it's very good to see him play, always see him play he's a very experienced player and, and loved his rugby and I think he's half driven on now by um, his son who must be getting into his early teens so perhaps um, the ambition is to play alongside his son at some stage in senior rugby but it's good to see those these guys back chris played very well at fullback but he did well when he came on for well as you'd expect at centre and there's plenty of positives we've got we've got two or three new players coming through uh, the ranks there was a couple on view on saturday welcome to um lock george woodman um a good newark name I think his father was a very very good rower um, if my memory and my sports knowledge serves me well he's come back from university in Birmingham and he, he's um, he's joined the club and it's good to see him on board experienced player um, good pedigree and we've got a hooker from Highcombe, Steve Quinlan started on Saturday and I got another experienced player so uh, all positive positives there and we we had two or three players missing Saturday holidays and whatever so they have, to, they have to come back in the mix and if I can say, just to finish off um, new coaches Adam Corcoran and James Offer obviously going to make one or two selectorial decisions because there was a couple of players dropped after the Lincoln defeat and they were in the second team on Saturday so yes, there's, one, there's a bit of uh, competition for places which is good to see
1: I thought it was interesting to see the coach on the prowl in in, in um as the match went on um they was they was what kind around. of point you're making mick you're making a point there aren't you <laughs> the point i'm really trying to make is one we made last last wednesday night when when will was in here and that was probably about match management right uh, and those times last season when a defeat turned into a heavy defeat when if they'd kept the game close maybe an extra bonus point would have been picked up, and both and, and Will alluded to this being a problem of last season and something that Newark needed to work on and basically keep going until the end of until the end of the match, whatever the score was, to keep that momentum going. And I did think on Saturday, albeit a friendly, but it wasn't played as a friendly, a friendly. I thought that momentum was kept going right till the end this time.
5: Yeah, no, no I think with the, uh, hey. Let's not make any bold predictions. I know Tony wants me to make bold predictions, <laughs> but um, you know it's the start of the season. Last year we won our first three league games. We were top of the league by the end of September, and, and look what happened. So uh, it, it, it's a long season, as they say. But yes, we, we look. Hey, uh, apart from Will's injury, which is very, very unfortunate, um, there's the lots of positives. Um, we'll see where we go uh, we've got Ashfield away in the first league game this Saturday uh, they're playing out of a new ground that they've just got promotion so we'll, we'll see how we go
1: My my man from um, Division 3 um, says that um, if Ashfield have got the same team as he had last season they're coming straight back down and he won't see any problems for New York on Saturday very rarely it works like that
5: No, I, I don't know where you got that from but let's see where, how the game goes Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly
2: Yeah um, you don't expect me to make any rash predictions like Oh I'll give up on asking you those. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pound on floor to win the FA Vars. Come on, Rob, you can't sit on that fence again. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I think I think we should be top six. Top six. That will do that will do for me, Rob. Top six. And when you talk to us again next Monday night, um we'll find out if Newark's got off to a uh, a winning start. How oh, is
2: in the league, Rob, six? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> right. Anyway, I just uh, well. What else going to mention? The Colts also won yesterday. They beat 32 32-12. And, and I know the girls are also doing things on, in the afternoon. They had a good training session with the Mansfield lot came over. So all all good stuff at the club over the weekend. Yeah, and thanks to all the you know the volunteers and, and the people who made Saturday a success. And Leicester Tigers brought their community. T- t- Kicked over, including the big
1: cannon, and and, and uh, I, th- I, think, I think that went down well. The too. cannon so was, know, was great fun, wasn't it? Sorry, the cannon was great fun. Well, <laughs> when they finally I got it you working,
5: try
1: and catch a ball, Mick. No, I I, I, I missed out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we must um, <laughs> pay um, great thanks to Mister Briggs at the scrapyard as well, because uh, yes. um if it wasn't for him and a very nifty bit of welding on a Saturday afternoon, and there would want to be in the cannon, would they? So I'm told, yeah. <laughs> but we got there and the kids re- yeah. and the kids re- um, really enjoyed it. Rob, we'll talk to you again next week.
5: Yeah, we're first team away next Saturday
1: yeah. at yeah. Asheville. Three and, uh, off. That's lot, lot, lots of points and lots of tries. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Bye Cheers, bye you, Rob. Bye. bye. Cheers. It is disappointing when your captain gets injured before the season oh, even starts. Yeah. And especially what it looks like to be a long-term injury. And especially... <laughs> one of the world's nice guys. It's not the curse of Radio New York, is it? I hope not. I really, really do hope not. But uh,
2: <laughs> that was so, um, so, so disappointing. I've never met Will before. Uh he was here last week? Yeah, before before Wednesday night. Oh, right! And it uh, did come across as an absolutely top bloke. Oh, he is. And it's, oh, is. Uh, it's, it's an absolute sickness to hear yeah, that. We... Particularly such a horrific sounding injury. Yeah. And we obviously will, if you're
1: listening to this, or I know you do listen to the programme. Get well soon, because we want you back on the rugby pitch, uh. but uh, let's get let's get you well soon. Right, um, one more phone call to come, and uh, for the last time this season, we're going to Bolton Playingfield and Tim Clipsham. <laughs> let's talk a bit of cricket, and I spent um, a good hour before the rugby and a good couple of hours after the rugby enjoying one last cricket throw of the season at Bolton Plainfield, when uh, local rivals, Bolton and Collingham took each other on for one last time this season and Bolton got the bragging rights so they came out on top with uh what uh, i still can't get my head around it was a winning draw but uh a good afternoon and entertaining afternoon and us all about it tim clipsham tim hello
0: good evening mate. you all right i'm very well
1: thank you i thought it was a i thought it was a good afternoon's entertainment to be honest i enjoyed it yeah
0: yeah cracking game it turned out um you know, it was it was a bit of a nothing game in a way, but obviously it's not when you're playing against your local rivals, Um <clears throat> but yeah, no, it turned out to be a really good game in the end, it was um, high scoring and, um, you know, great building, it was all round great game. Right,
1: first winge one match took place in Divisions A and B, and the league could only find you one umpire, oh, what's that all yeah. about?
0: I know, I know. You don't need to tell us. Um yeah, can't do much about it really. Dear oh dear. Um, it's um disappointing really, you know. Um it's, like you say, two games all all um throughout the league and then you only get one umpire, it's just a bit a bit of a joke really, but you know, it's uh, probably just a mixed communication or something and then um it don't get fed back, does it? That's the problem.
2: Could have been worse, you could have had me,
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd
2: rather have one. They all say that. Second point,
1: (laughs) second point, just under 500 runs scored on a public playing field on the second weekend in September. (laughs) The guys that put that pitch together for you deserve absolute total recognition.
0: Yeah, I've said for a long while, you know, um, the wicket itself is probably the best wicket in the league um, Collingham's is very good as well but I would say personally ours is the best um, for batting and bowling you know um, the pro there our professional he was getting it through at some serious pace on Saturday um, also there's there's working it for the spinners but you know if you're a decent batsman and you get in on it as well it's fair for you as well it's, it's an all round serious wicket and you know we can't thank the lads there enough like you say it's council run um dog walking on there when we turn up to play um but yeah no they do an absolutely brilliant job and i know we always say it but we really do appreciate the work that james and steve and the the guys there do put in
1: yeah they 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 do and it was it it, it was testament because it i know you say the boulders got something out of it but it really was a batsman's paradise
0: on saturday yeah yeah it was but you know like that was just a quicker spell all year as what um bubbling bold and um you know it takes some doing like you say it, it it's been dry the last few weeks and it was still winging through like it was the furthest we stood back at slip and the keeper all season saw him so you know there was some pace behind it um it was a quick wicket fair wicket. so yeah no it was a it was fair all around
1: and what's um, Tim Clipsham Got in common With Joe Root Joe Root can't Get Steve Smith out And Tim Clipsham Can't get Mohammed out
3: Yeah no, He's a
0: very Very good player <laughs> you know, he's, he, he, To be fair To the guy He just Plays it Very very simple You know I said He didn't really Go after um, Bubbly that much Just played him out And then he Picked the bad ball Up off the other lad yeah. And hit that For four or six And um, you know Your singles off Bubbly it's just simple cricket, but the good players always do make it look easy, don't they?
1: I, the ability. I mean, you're a batsman, Tim, and you're a very good batsman, but the ability to hit the ball as late as he does, it seems to be past him before he, he, he makes that connection and just guides it to where you've moved the fielder from.
0: Yeah, no, he plays very... Um, you know, like we had a bit of a thing that we thought he was a bit loose outside the off stump at point and gully around that area. But it's such a good wicket on there. Once you're in, you can hit it where you want. Really, you know. (laughs) um, It. it, it, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a very, very good player, um, and can't speak highly enough of him. You know, I said to him when it before he left the cricket club, it was a pleasure to watch. You know, very, very good innings.
1: So what do you make of Bolton's season? Then I mean, I'm joking apart, saying if you started in the middle of July, you'd have been champions. But let's take it.
0: (laughs) <laughs> totally true That's it, really. Let, let's
1: take it um, this time last season you just got promotion back into that top division you finished the season I think in fifth place with many many positives how do you now as a captain keep that momentum going so you hit next season running because if there was a criticism that was the criticism that you didn't hit the season hard enough quick enough
0: yeah, no, you'd be very true what you're saying. Um, we did, uh, we didn't start well. Uh, obviously, the professional not being here for the first few games didn't help. Um, but once we got into a groove and we got a bit of a um, you know a side that was going out most weeks, um, that's the key to it in a way that you're not changing the side. People know the roles in the team. Um, you know, we've got three. Um, New players there this year um Ryan Charlesworth Tom Shepherd, and there's the other one there's another one I think there was another one <laughs> uh, anyway I'm um, saying nothing <laughs> um, and and you know they did they they performed brilliantly jack good um they you know they come in and perform brilliantly um uh, in the first season, they were playing a lot lower cricket. You know, probably two yeah. or three divisions below. I know Tom was probably. more This is than where that. Tom
1: Tom comes from Division X or whatever it was, and yeah. you know, and yeah. he comes on. And I just want to mention him because he comes on there and he ends up twenty plus wickets. And quite honestly, you strike bowler, and yeah, you know, yeah. It's,
2: it's, that's it's what you would have seen.
1: You would not have seen that in Bolton five years ago.
0: No, no, we were very lucky. You know, we had David Lin who opened the bowling for years, um, and he was a very good bowler for us. And to be honest with you, I think, you know, he's he's if he can keep progressing the way he is, um, he's 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 um, he's going to be very very good. Um, hopefully, to match Linny, um, and. I think he will if he keeps going the way he's performing, you know. And we've got a very strong bowling attack and a very strong batting attack now. Um, Do you are know, put
1: some pressure on for next time,
2: round. you are.
0: Yeah, no, it was Ben Ryder, the other one, It's just messaged me to let me know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you a very
2: close-knit team, Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: will say that, to be honest with you, that is the one thing that we've done this year. We've been very, very, you know, all the last, um, we're literally best mates you know there's no um, there's no clips or there's no we, we are all best mates together and that's what it's about you know building a side um, how you, you've got to build a side I mean you can't just put 11 lads in a room and then expect to play and um, you, you've got to get on you've got to enjoy each other's company um, and we're, we're just at a real good end of season everybody's enjoyed it that's the main thing
1: and so they should talking of enjoying it there are some photos on our social media pages of bolton batting including one of them which is coming for an awful lot of criticism <laughs>
2: that was my favorite picture of the day. <laughs> yes i <laughs> thought
1: it might be <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would say though him and ben uh, the two brothers um did take two very good catches on saturday ben spence was exceptional um you know, you, in amateur cricket you'd struggle to get two as good a catches as what they were.
1: They <laughs> was under pressure catches as well, wasn't yeah, that? Balls yeah, in the air yeah, an awful long time. Yeah, v- it's v- it's very quickly, Tim, um, while Tony is still sitting at the mic, the state of um of Newark cricket, Tony first after the season. We've still got two teams in in, in, in a Newark R and M push but didn't didn't get it. Fondon didn't get relegated. Um it's been a bad
2: season. It's, it's been a good season, considering how much cricket we've lost through uh, wet weather. I do think that uh, it's, it's, it's been it's been a belting season. Um, Newark finished thirteen runs short of getting promotion on Saturday, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be there for the last fifteen sixteen overs. But I mean, as uh, <coughs> as, as you've just been talking about there, what a cracking season! Balled have had to finish fifth in the league. Is is is, is uh, exemplary season when you consider the problems of a few seasons ago. So, Tim, the state of Saturday cricket in the Newark area?
0: Yeah, I think, I think, you know, hopefully we've got a couple of new recruits coming next year as well and I think it's very good, you know. You've just got to keep pushing forward, haven't you? Um, that That's the key. You've got to keep progressing, keeping the young lads people coming through and, yeah, I think there's a lot of good talent in Newark, isn't there? You know, there's, um, <laughs> we have just got to
2: keep playing. Sorry, yeah. Tony's giggling in
0: the <laughs>
1: background <laughs> cause, cause, just in the photo he is looking at that <laughs> <laughs> at that photo. <laughs>
0: Steve
2: Ryder walking back. Yes, <laughs> the
1: <laughs> photo. <laughs> that, that, that's cruel. <laughs> yeah. It is
0: cruel, but you have to you you
1: have to put. There's lots of photos there of, it, of him hitting the ball hard. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's very good, you know, and like all the calling come coming the club for a drink after. Uh, you know, there's no. It's a lot like the rugby, isn't it? I'm not a rugby person, but I've been to watch a couple of games, and they all seem to get on as well. And it's good. It's good for the sport, isn't it? You know, you've it got to is. keep people playing and keep the young kids coming through. You know, Bubbly's just gone back today. Um, is I he coming?
1: Is he coming back in April?
0: I hope he is, mate. Yeah, good stuff. I think he wants to, and yeah, I think we've just got to get fundraising, and you're going to work uh, on it. Yeah, you know, Steve Crane did a great job yeah. with him. Uh, taking him round and doing things, and you know he was very kind to the young lads. He all they went and said bye to them all, and said if I don't come back, you know, keep playing, and just a, just a nice, genuine lad, um, very good player. Tim, I've got to cut player. you
1: short because times times beat beat me. I really enjoyed coming down to Bolton. It's been a fantastic summer. Let's do it again from the beginning of next yeah, season. Yes, no problem.
0: Mate. Thanks, Thanks thank Tim. You. Talk to you over Please. the winter.
1: I'm sure we will.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Mate. Thanks. Yep.
1: Bye. bye. And that's the wonderful Tim Clipson. Massive thanks to Damo, to Steve, to Rob, and to Tim. Um, coming up next, of course, is a choice of listening on FM. It's Doug Hall, or Aidy Crampton, or whoever. With his take on the 70s, and over on DAB, you can spend the evening with Andrew Channing. We are back tomorrow, Tony, with no less than Captain Pugwash himself. <laughs> the Twins are back, and Strider Graham's back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. We-